Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We've all been disappointed by video games that fell short of expectations. And as one of gaming's most challenging years ever, obviously due to pandemic-related issues across the board, 2021 was no exception. Still, it's not like we didn't have tons of video games to talk about. And if there's one thing that goes hand in hand with hype and satisfaction, it's disappointment and regretting your purchase. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are 8 video games in 2021 everyone regretted buying. Number 8. Battlefield 2042 it sure has been a rough time for fans of military shooters, exemplified by the shambolic letdown that was Battlefield 2042. For starters, many were frustrated EA decided not to include a story-driven campaign, yet still charged full price for everything, focusing all of DICE's energy on a microtransaction-filled multiplayer instead. Still, even that fell far short of the expected Battlefield standard, with a release full of glitches, crashes, and major connectivity issues. Beyond that, fans complained en masse about the removal of classes, the mediocre array of weapons available from the start, and the underwhelming new mode, Hazard Zone. Really, it's only the strong graphics, solid gunplay, and entertainingly innovative Portal mode which saved Battlefield 2042 from being a total failure. With the game's player count already eclipsed by Farming Simulator 22 on PC, 2042's future is looking bleak. Number 7. Biomutant there are few games that everyone wanted to succeed this year more than Biomutant, an open-world action RPG taking place in a post-apocalyptic setting where the player controls a super neat-looking badass animal warrior. With its attempt to deliver a AAA concept on a AA budget, and having spent almost six years in development, Biomutant was an easy game to root for, which made its massively disappointing release all the more crushing. Playing the game, its agonizingly clear developers' Experiment 101 bit off more than they could chew, and despite its colorful world and enjoyable combat, Biomutant is a generic action game that wears thin fast. The story is notably heavy-handed, while campaign missions and side quests consist of the same bog-standard RPG fare we've all played through dozens of times over the years. As the game everyone wanted to be an against-the-odds masterpiece, this sadly just didn't measure up. Number 6. Mario Golf Super Rush while few were expecting a solid gold masterpiece from the latest entry in the Mario Golf franchise, there was no reason to doubt it wouldn't deliver the goods and give players a reliable experience worth their money. Weirdly then, Mario Golf Super Rush is a staggeringly lazy effort that charges full retail price for a shockingly shallow, content-thin title. As enjoyable as the speed and battle golf modes are, there's a depressingly cynical lack of anything, from its boring text-based story mode to a dearth of courses and playable characters. Compared to the GameCube's far more substantial 
substantial and beloved Toadstool Tour, this feels like a step back in almost every way that matters, as if Nintendo rushed to plug a gap in major releases due to the impact of the pandemic. Super Rush, a fitting title in retrospect, is an easier sell to those totally new to the franchise, but even then you'd be right for feeling ripped off if you threw down £50 to play it day one. Number 5. The Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes until Dawn's anthology spin-off franchise The Dark Pictures has so, so much potential, so it's massively frustrating that all three entries to date have delivered varying levels of disappointment. With their underwhelming narratives over-reliance on genre cliches and mediocre gameplay, The Dark Pictures titles have felt like pale imitations of what Until Dawn got so right, the fun of playing through an interactive horror movie with your friends. Though House of Ashes was a mild improvement over predecessors Man of Medan and Little Hope, it still succumbed to basically all the same issues. Issues. While developer Supermassive Games at least had the good sense to not charge a AAA price tag, there's so little appeal in replaying the 5 hours here despite branching story paths that few will consider it good value for money. Just wait for a sale, or given that Man of Medan ended up on Xbox Game Pass anyway, maybe wait and see if Little Hope and House of Ashes get there too. Number 4. Call of Duty Vanguard The latest entry into the Call of Duty franchise is hardly a bad game, but it's certainly one of the most forgettable entries into the iconic series to date. Vanguard's single player returns to the well-overdone World War II setting once again, and while intermittently it's fun as a snappy rollercoaster ride of mayhem, this just lacks the variety to distinguish itself from prior campaigns. The multiplayer side of things fares far better, with a strong sense of customization and the winning addition of destructible scenery, even if it doesn't do nearly enough with the existing formula to justify an early purchase. What really killed the package for a lot of players was Vanguard's treatment of the beloved Zombies mode, which launched without a main quest and served up the most content-light Zombies offering in years. All this considered, it's not terribly surprising that Vanguard had the franchise's worst UK launch in 14 years. As abused as gamers are consumer-wise, few can claim that a multiplayer suite alone is worth £60 or above. Number 3. Deathloop Deathloop is by far the most critically acclaimed video game on this list, albeit one that's received a far more lukewarm response from players in general. The idea of having to assassinate 8 people in one fell swoop in order to escape a time loop is fantastic, but Arcane gave players shockingly little room for experimentation, as the through line is actually super linear and straightforward. It doesn't help that you'll soon become hilariously overpowered whether you want to or not, meaning the game is bafflingly lacking in challenge, especially without any difficulty options available. As neat as it is on paper, Deathloop's deflating execution makes it a hard sell, especially in a market clogged with time loop games this year. When it comes to feeling rewarded and empowered, you're far better off playing The Forgotten City or Overboard. Number 2. Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition Despite many AAA disappointments releasing this year, not one had quite the cyberpunkian response as the remastered trilogy of GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Even with the suspiciously slight pre-release marketing, fans just assumed Rockstar didn't need to overhype remasters of three games everybody already knows and loves. Instead, this lack of communication was hiding the fact they were about to push an unfinished dud out the door, with the supposed definitive edition tag being anything but. Though the trilogy of games certainly isn't unplayable and there are a few welcome quality of life additions, the litany of bugs, horrendous visual issues, and inconsistent art style just rubbed players up the wrong way. Ultimately, what should have been a glossy, nostalgic update of three of the most beloved video games of all time is instead a sad and depressingly cynical attempt to exploit a fanbase Rockstar knows will cough up the cash. As we'd later find out when it was made more clear, regular Port Factory Grove Street games were actually at the helm, with Rockstar pretending they had no idea what was being put out. In addition to all this, 
though players were initially denied refunds, responding alongside others by review bombing the game on Metacritic, causing it to bottom out at 0.4 out of 10. It's one of the lowest in the site's history and by far the worst score anything Rockstar related has ever gotten. While you can't really blame players for having faith in Rockstar, it's why you should always wait for coverage, especially if you're buying a game digitally and won't be able to resell it. And number 1, Aliens Fireteam Elite. The Alien franchise's video game output has been totally all over the map. For every brilliant atmospheric experience like Alien Isolation, there's a trash fire slog like Alien's Colonial Marines. Splitting the difference then, but offering up an exercise in mediocre game design, Fireteam Elite gets a certain amount of credit for capturing the look and feel of Aliens to some degree. Outside that though, it's a totally generic squad-based shooter that never aspires to be anything other than basic as hell. Play for 20 minutes and you've seen everything it can offer for 20 hours, all round coming across as a competent enough title that desperately lacks imagination. Take away the aesthetics and you have a hollow, easily forgettable shooter with a cover system that doesn't even matter. Maybe there's a future where this ends up on Game Pass or Sony's Spartacus program, at least reigniting the player base. However, whether developers Cold Iron Studios give those people something to do is a whole other story. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.